This is the MDRT Podcast. Have you had to help a client figure out what hospital they could go to and be covered for COVID-19 treatment? Or find a way to fight burnout working from home? Or onboard a new staff member that didn't get to bond with colleagues in person? During a recent Zoom conversation... Lina Parwani from Dubai, United Arab Emirates. Kakalam from Malaysia. Brad Myers, South Jordan, Utah. Shared how they handled these difficult, unexpected situations. I actually learned a lot and during this time. When you do things and there's no such, uh, I would say, tragical things and things go smooth. And we also do a life and health insurance for corporate clients. And in this time, I, when everybody's home, we are home, we, even though we are sending them email, hey guys, we are around, we are here to help you out. But is that every help we could really do, how far we can go, it was a challenging. I received a call from a client middle of the night, Lena, we have a person diagnosed uh, with COVID, positive COVID, where can we take him? Uh, which insurance is going to cover this? Is? We have this corporate health insurance. Can we take him where? So it was like, I still need to figure out that we can really take him in such hospitals, which is covered or not. So what was, that was the first alarming call to me. And I had to make number of calls behind the scene to facilitate that one admission. And during those days, like all the hospitals are literally full. Getting admission in any hospital was so hard. So I had to literally use my connections way beyond insurance companies, my different clients who are influential to get this one person admitted in the hospital. And that was like, oh my God, that was really hard. But then eventually I felt like, oh, I could do it. And my client has felt that, uh, that I was influential to make this thing happen for them. But then I started becoming like more alert that I need to know everything in the market, what's going on with the news how they can normally get the admission. If I don't have this influential client of mine who can get this admission sorted for me, how would I help these people, right? So every day new rules, new regulations were coming. And I realized it was so super important for us to stay on top of every single news which is coming in. And so then we pass on that news. And yes, that one call has made me that kind of a learning that I have to be upbeat with every single piece of information coming in this paper. I can't be just the audience reading in this thing or not reading full. So yes, then we also hired on the retainer side, the lawyer. She's keeping me updated, everything. She can do that, you can do that. And with that information, I was passing on those broadcasts on social media. I was passing on those broadcasts on WhatsApp as well. So inform the client what has changed. Now you can go here. Now you can go here. By the way, the testing is happening here for free. Absolutely. I think that's amazing that you've taken the proactive approach of being the resource to your clients and just giving them the additional information that they may need. But they're always looking, at least what I feel is our clients look to us as their advisor, whether it's a life insurance advisor, their financial advisor. A lot of times... There's a lot of products that we can offer our clients and 90% of them they'll never use, but they use maybe the 10% that they know that we use. But if we let them know about the other 90%, it's going to make you, like you said, a little bit more referable. That wasn't the reason you were doing it, but just being a resource there for them to call and say, hey, do you happen to know about this? And I think a lot of times they're surprised when you're like, I do. Let me share with you what I know and how I can help you. Or I've gotten calls uh, completely 
out of our realm of expertise, but they were like, yeah, we just bought a new house and the air conditioner went out. Do you happen to know a AC or, you know, heater repair person that can come and fix it? And well, guess what? We do. So we give them some help, right? And at least that's why I got in the business was to help people. And I think that's absolutely amazing that you've taken the time and the effort to learn something that you really didn't need to, but you made a bigger impact, not only for your clients, but their friends and their family. So congratulations for doing that. I think that's awesome. So actually my challenge, right, at the beginning was like just now what Lina mentioned is like sometimes, you know, at the beginning you might be like very, very happy to work from home. But after a while, you feel like demotivated, like suddenly after you wake up, you just feel so tired. I don't feel like actually working and not so disciplined anymore. So what I did actually is like the moment I wake up, even I'm at home. I will make sure that I have to dress up and I have to put some makeup to make sure that I'm just like in the office, you know, because the moment you look good, actually you bring up the confidence when you talk to your prospect or clients. The tonality is different. You know, the tonality difference, the confidence levels also difference. That is the first thing that actually uh, how I handle the challenges that I had. So the second thing is that I have to actually create attention from my prospect and from my client. So what I did was actually I did a serious webinar. I'm not sure have you guys actually doing this during the pandemic. I think on and off we are doing a webinar. So actually the webinar that I did is a series of webinar, but not really focusing on insurance because when you want to talk, uh, do something, for example, webinar or Facebook Live, but if your topic is about insurance, people might not actually follow you. Or maybe those people follow you could be an insurance advisor or financial advisor. But what do you want to draw is attention from? your prospect, which is non-insurance advisor. So what I do is that I just create certain topics, which is very interesting. For example, you know, like, I'm not really sure have you guys heard about this, like even in China during this pandemic, because everybody start working from home and everybody starts staying at home, cannot even travel. So the default rate is very high. Yeah, so a lot of people actually love to see this kind of, you know, like content. It's like, okay, the reason why that, you know, why a lot of people actually having a conflict, you know, during this MCO, because husband and wife, normally they don't really see each other for so many hours. But then because of, you know, this MCO, so we are stuck at home. Just two of us, I mean, like, you know, like you see me, I see you, husband and wife. So tends to have a lot of conflict at home. So we create certain topic, which is a very interesting for the audience to follow. Then we do it weekly. Like maybe first week is about marriage, second week is about how actually we handle our children for actually doing a virtual learning for them. Because like a lot of parents, they have like this concerns when too much screen time for the children will be very bad for their brains. Yeah, so actually we share this kind of information to the young parents is that how to prevent from your children to limit their screen time. So we want to actually do this kind of webinar to create attraction, to create attraction from the crowd, from the audience. Then slowly, slowly we move to the insurance topic. So from one topic about how you handle children or how you teach children to do a virtual learning, then second for the next webinar will be how to use insurance as part of education planning. Because at the first week, one week before the next webinar, basically we catch the attention from the young parents. So the next week we can actually have another topic which is related to children, but we add on a little bit content about insurance. Yeah, so from there actually we get a lot of um, some referral from the social media, like they start asking actually how insurance can be part of education planning. 
Yeah, so I feel that that is one thing that I face my challenges because sometimes you have no idea how you get your prospect, especially when you work from home. You can actually contact your existing client, but when it comes to stranger, it's pretty tough because you do not know them and you don't have a trust in between you and your new prospect. So yeah, you quickly just call them and you talk about insurance is very odd. So what I do normally, I will just start doing the webinar first and catch the crowd. And after that, when they attracted to my webinar, that's the times that actually I teach them or actually I educate them about insurance. Yeah, so I feel that it works pretty well, especially, you know, during this pandemic, most of the time, the parents, the young parents, actually they stay at home. And even those working people, when you start doing the webinar, right, then you can actually start planning about the insurance topic when you actually get the crowd. For example, when you talk to strangers, and if you, for example, I have a list of names, but if you do not know them, then you just send them a messages or you just pick up your phone and talk to them. It's very tough because there's no trust in between me and also the strangers. But when it comes to social media, actually, it is good, you know, to create a instance uh, trust in between when they actually enjoy your show. For example, when you actually do a webinar, right? Why actually webinar works pretty well is because of most of the time nowadays people, basically everybody also staying at home during the pandemic. So the only entertainment they have, either they're watching TV or they actually, you know, doing some research on internet or the next thing is Facebook. So actually we're doing a lot to actually draw the crowd from the webinar. Yeah, in fact, that I think I did about like 20 over webinar in uh, three to four months just during this uh, pandemic. Yeah, because I feel that, you know, by staying at home, if you don't do anything, doesn't make any difference. And in our insurance line, our industry, basically activities is everything. The lesser people you meet, basically there's no sales. The more people you meet, actually you create more opportunity and you open more doors and you do not know which door actually will lead you to another level. Yeah, so I always believe that rather do something new that even you feel uncomfortable doing it, but if you want to grow, make sure that you cannot just keep doing something that you feel comfortable, but you have to start doing something you wish you feel uncomfortable as well. When you do a webinar about something that isn't about insurance, where is that information coming from? Because actually during the webinar, not just me, myself do the sharing, but even I actually invite people like those people like they're specialists in this kind of matter. Yeah, so it's not one person, me doing it. Like I invite one or two people, so three of us, then we are sharing uh, information. So I will actually send the invitation to my client. For example, I'm having a show next week, maybe next weekend at 7 p.m. And I'm inviting the expert about this topic. Why don't you just uh, tune in and you just get info more information about it? Because anyway, you're also staying at home. So by you're also not doing anything, right? So why don't you just learn something through this yeah, Facebook Live? And you can even share with your spouse. You can even share with your family members. Yeah. Because I feel that, you know, might as well do something that, you know, something different that most agents or most advisors don't do it. Because in Malaysia, not many advisors doing webinar. Yeah, not many advisors are doing webinar. They are more like, you know, to, they don't really feel comfortable, you know, talking to the screen. I, me too, you know, at the beginning, I totally, I didn't feel comfortable talking to the screen. But I think all of us have to adapt to the new norm. You know, we have to actually like get used to talk to the screen and you have to talk, do, do all these things as well. 
So I'm sure we all have a mini studio at home now. <laughs> Actually, when you're like, you know, you, you have to find a place, you know, like right place and right mic all this. But it's just that, you know, sometimes, you know, as long as, you know, we, we try our best to do it, make sure that we use the airport, you know, with a proper lighting, then it's fine. Yeah. I think that's amazing. I think I heard you say you've done 20 of these. About 20, yeah. 20, 20 different. Sometimes it's sharing. Sometimes it's a Facebook Live. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I always be visible in social media because I want to make sure that my client keeps seeing me or my prospect keeps seeing me. Oh, Kaka again. Kaka again. See what is he talking today. Yeah. What is he talking today, you know? Yeah. So it feels that, you know, because if I, I'm not being visible, Sooner or later, they will tend to forget about me because I don't get to see them physically. So I have to make sure that I do something to allow them to see me appear in their life on and off. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I like the idea of appear in their lives so that they don't forget about you. And I like the idea that you're sharing information that's not just life insurance or financial services. It's sharing information that they may need or someone that they know may need, right? So I think that's absolutely terrific that you're taking the time and the effort to make yourself known to other people that wouldn't know you before. So awesome job. So some of the challenges that we've experienced during this time really aren't um, from our clients. More of the challenges come from us internally. And overthinking it or not really having proper communication skills in play more on our processes and so forth because before this started all of us would come together every single day we would have our morning huddle we would try to determine what goals and objectives we had that we wanted to achieve that day and if i had something that popped up during the day i could just stop by someone's desk or someone's office and say hey i need this done or have you thought of doing this or that now that we don't have that, what we were finding is some of the information was getting lost or the priority of the information was being lost. And we think that we figure that out now, right? I mean, we, we can call, we can email, we can text each other, but still we need to make sure that we schedule times. And we've started to do that is schedule times with the entire team so we can come together and see where everybody is for the various programs and objectives that we're trying to achieve, we now are all on the same page because we're coming together a lot more virtually to see what's happening. Really, really the biggest challenge we had is we hired a brand new person two weeks before we got shut down. Not knowing we were gonna get shut down, but we got shut down two weeks. So we had two great weeks of being able to go through, train, try to talk about all of our processes, and then immediately the office was shut down and they were told, okay, you gotta work from home. But we weren't able to build a team, welcome them into the team and make them feel like they were part of the team. Because in all honesty, our team was all over the, the city <laughs> working from home and they did feel like they were lost, that they weren't part of the team. So it, it was hard to kind of come over that and try to welcome them back into the fold to make sure that they understood exactly what was happening. So our challenges were really all internal, not necessarily challenges from our clients. You know, the biggest challenge that I think we get from our clients is just sometimes during these Zoom type meetings is a lot of times they haven't used the technology 
they probably have by now, but eight months ago, they're like, okay, well, how do I unmute myself? Or I don't want you to see me because I'm still in my pajamas at three o'clock in the afternoon, right? So those are probably the biggest challenges is at least telling them how to use the technology. And please know I'm not great at it by any stretch of the imagination. And I always try to be somewhat of a perfectionist when I'm giving a presentation or to my clients. And I've had to learn. That's where I said I've had to be a little bit more patient is you never know what the internet connection is going to be like. It could be slow on their end or whatever reason, slow on our end because of weather. And then I've had to learn how to write on a virtual whiteboard. And I found out my handwriting isn't very good. (laughs) So, but those are our challenges that I think we've seen and hopefully have overcome for most of that point. What did you do to help with that camaraderie aspect for the hire that hadn't had time to bond with people in person? Excellent question. So how we tried to bring them into the fold is we actually started, which helped, is we started having more one-on-one calls. So my business partner and I would have more one-on-one calls with him and just continue to talk and see how we could bring them along within the firm, continue to talk about our goals, continue to talk about why we do what we do. And then we would all get together and just make sure that we weren't leaving anybody out because it was very easy for the rest of our team. We would get together on Monday morning like we normally would. We would talk about everything and then kind of break off. And throughout the week, our projects would be taken care of and everybody knew what they were doing. But at the end um, of that week, we didn't really check in anymore with, with anybody. It was how do we now check in a week later and see how you're doing. So they felt lost. They felt like they were being just thrown out there. And so we just started making it more of a point to give them a call more on a daily basis and just check in and see how they were doing. Sometimes it wasn't, they didn't have any real role or business that they needed to be working on. The purpose of the call was just to call and make sure that they were still doing okay. And by sharing that we care, and that we wanted them to still be a part of the team, allowed them to know, wait a second, this isn't just another company that I'm working for. They really understood that I felt like I wasn't part of the team. And now I've learned so much more about snowboarding that I've never known about before because they were an avid snowboarder. So I learned about that, right? I learned about their families and now I know how to interact and make sure that they understand that they are part of the team. This episode is part of MDRT's podcast series about advisors adapting to the global health crisis and down market. If you'd like to subscribe, find us on Spotify and SoundCloud, and we'll see you next time.